Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lips podcast. This is Brian. And I'm Paul. We'd like to welcome you to a community meant for the men of the world to share our thoughts and perspectives on marriage. We can learn from each other's experiences and help each other be better husbands. Now, let's get right into the show. In today's episode, we talk about confronting yourself. And my takeaway was, as much as my brain tells me that I can, the fact is I shouldn't be trying to make changes on my own. Yeah, and my takeaway was when confronting yourself, you have to be ready to look at yourself in the mirror and see the whole picture. Focus in, see it all so that you don't sweep it under the rug or pass it off as something you don't need to change. But continue listening to hear the full episode. Let's have a conversation about confronting yourself. What does that mean to you? Like, Because I, I know the idea that I had behind it when I put the topic in there, but just like right off the rip, what, what does that picture look like to you when I say confronting yourself? It, it involves being self-aware, first of all, and knowing that you are going to mess up. Not not on the if I'm going to mess up, but it's like a when I mess up, how am I going to process that and be better? So that's, that's probably the first thing that jumped in my mind when you said that. Yeah. For me, it's I, could, I have this picture of staring at myself in the mirror or talking to myself in the mirror and holding myself accountable for some things I might need to change or get better at, right? Um, I think that when a change needs to happen, it has to start with me. So that, that's my picture of confronting myself, that, uh, that self-accountability, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, with, with that is, the, the mirror is a great metaphor or analogy right because it is it is just what is it's not trying to be something else it's not the idea of something else it's no this is what you look like right now in this moment whether you have toothpaste you know in your goatee or you have crust in your eyes or you know your forehead shiny you know <laughs> like this is yeah. what it is and now that you see it what are you going to do right so i like that yeah, yeah. Yeah, what are you going to do? And, that, and that's like a space I've been in before. Like, what are you going to do about it? You know, let this keep happening. Right? You know, and even, and I hate to think that my mind goes there sometimes, but if something is happening to you, right? Because I, I feel like I've had this talk with my daughter recently um, with her being in school, right? Mm -hmm. She's dealing with, one girl that is being a bit of a bully and uh, a boy who's also being a bit of a bully towards her. And I want to tell her, like, you don't have to take that. Right. But then, like, what are the parameters for the action she could take? Right. <laughs> that's, I don't know. That's that's off topic. What I'm trying to say is, you know, I'm trying to get her to realize, though, that if you want to see a change right? There are some steps that you can take. So it goes back to me in my marriage, right? 
if there's a change that I want to see in my marriage, I always want to feel like I can be in control for part of the change, right? I, I know that I can't mm -hmm. control everything, but I do want to know that I can start, I can, I can get us moving down the path, right? And within that, there's going to be the need for a lot of communication and all those things. Um, but, but I can look at myself and say, you know, I had a role in this, mm -hmm. you know, if there's, if there's a, a negative issue going on and admit that, you know, this was my role, even identify what things need to change and then go have that conversation. Yeah. I mean, that is the epitome of confronting yourself. Um, but there's always the aspect of, are you ready for what you see, right? Um, <laughs> for my example, right, I'm almost 40. And if we're talking about the mirror, like, I don't look because I haven't been diligent about, well, just mirrors physical stuff. So I'm not, I haven't been diligent about working out as much. So, like, I don't look like I did when I was 26, right? But... I wear glasses. So like if I take my glasses off, <laughs> like the frame of my body looks the same, right? So I don't, you know what I mean? So like if I'm looking at it through a obscure lens or not with focus, right, I could miss. Like if I, because obviously if you take a shower, like you can't take a shower with your glasses on. And if I don't have my contacts, like every day I could just go through that part and look at my body in the mirror, but it'd be foggy and unfocused. And I could be like, oh, I'm pretty good. You know, I'm feeling good. You know, the number on the scale is all right. But like the way my body looks is different if I have my glasses on and if I don't, right? I look like I might have a six pack without my, gla <laughs> without my glasses. <laughs> but once I put it in, there are no definite lines to separate you know, those ab muscles, right? So it's just, you have to look, you have to focus and be intentional um, and want to see what is there when you're confronting yourself. And if you don't, then you can, you know, brush things under the rug or push things to the side. Yeah, so that brings up a good point. Is there a close enough in marriage, right? To your example, you're saying, you know, I the outline looks close enough, <laughs> right? Because I'm not in this moment willing to really look at all the details. So, if we if we move that to marriage, is there any acceptability in being close enough? Mm. I say. I say there is with a caveat, right? So okay. you're playing cornhole, right? And you know, the scoring three if you're in, one if you're on the on the board, and nothing if you don't hit it, right? Right. But the close enough only comes with actually throwing. Mm. Right? Okay. So you have to be there's there's a close enough is more like a I'm not there yet. Mm -hmm. Right, acknowledging like I'm trying, like I'm trying to get in in the hole. Sometimes I miss the board completely. Sometimes I get it in. So if we're working towards, you know, 
getting three points all the time. Every time you throw, that means there's actually action happening. So there's a close enough as far as cornhole analogy, the round's over, and like you have three bags on the board. None of them got in the hole, but you're getting close, right? So there's I there's not really a close enough is if there's no effort to be better. I got you. Does that make does that make sense? I don't know if that yeah, I took it no, a different I, way than what you're asking. No, but. I, I picked it up as soon as as soon as you started down that line. I I like that. Um, so, and, and I'll, I'll I'll give it back to you. So, what I'm hearing you say is basically if you are taking action to make a change, then close enough might be acceptable. But if you identify that they're needs to be a change and you just sit in that and you know are basically saying to yourself well like i'm not where i want to be i'm also not going to work on it like eh, i'm close enough <laughs> right right <laughs> like right. But, but i'm also admitting like i'm i'm close enough or i i'm saying i'm close enough just because i don't want to put in the effort is basically what i hear you getting at yeah now, and that's different than if you're triaging and you're like, oh, I really need to get better at this. So at this moment, I can't focus on something that I feel like I'm better at. Do you see what I'm saying? But yeah. there's still a level of, I know I have to get there, but just I can't prioritize that now. Mm-hmm. So there, you could say, you know, I'm, I'm close enough in this area, but I'm, I'm really far in this other one. So I'm going to make some steps in this other one to be better. Um, So I would say that would be probably the only way that I would say close enough is okay, but it's still with the mindset of I'm going to come back to this. It's on the list and I'm going to, I'm going to try to tackle it just after I get better at this other area. So I wrote down being willing to seek assistance, confronting yourself and like I told you, you know, my picture looks like me talking to myself in the mirror, right? But confronting yourself can really only go so far, right? Um, there, there are going to be times where there are issues that you have that you're going to need help with. So being willing to seek assistance is very important. Um, but who do we talk to? Like, who who are we seeking assistance from? Depends on what it is. But I think, in essence, in the context of marriage, I think talking to your wife helps um, because it's someone that knows yourself sometimes better than you or better than you want to admit. Mm. Um, so we're talking about confronting, like, that is your wife could be the glasses of your situation. Um, cause you may be looking unfocused and she'll be like, actually you have some toothpaste right there on the side of your lip. Do you see that? <laughs> um, and then it would be, I'd say people with experience in whatever area that is, um, either overcoming it or people that can also be the glasses to help you focus on really what, what's going on. So I think that your wife and then someone who has knowledge in that area um, would probably be, in my opinion, the best places to start. I agree. Um, 
So we, we also talked about what does making a change look like, right? And I, and I think we're kind of covering some of it already. Um, I don't know. So I don't know, let's kind of walk through these steps that we, we had uh, previously discussed. Mm-hmm. You know, number one was identifying whether or not what you're trying to accomplish can be accomplished alone or with help, right? So once you do that, what would you say would be the the next step? I think the next step is letting... No, I think the next step is setting up goals. It's kind of a two-parter, I think, for me. I think it's getting goals or markers and then talking to your wife about those. Um, Because sometimes I think you want to come with... I've thought about this. This is what I think would be the best way. And then be open to your wife, for lack of a better phrase, poking holes in that mm. to have to have the best thing. So you may set goals and she'll be like, that's your personality is not going to work with that. Like, let's do something else. So if you if you get to the next step, which we have is like tracking, like, but you don't have the right goals to set then you're tracking your fail you're starting off tracking your failure already. Mm. So, I think it's it's a process, it's a loose set of goals talking to your wife and letting her know that you're wanting and willing to have her feedback and start with that process of these are the goals that I want to achieve um once I I know I can't do this on my own or I can, so I need your help or I'm going to talk to such and such and then we're going to figure out how I can measure myself, you know, getting better in these areas. I think yeah. I just muddied our our uh, <laughs> our one, two, and three, but <laughs> no, it's, that works. Um, that's how I was kind of looking at it as well. Um, you know, setting a goal and being able to to track the improvement, right? Um, but you know. That just brings along the next step is asking your wife for the accountability, like you said. Um, Now, there are times that I struggle with this. And the reason being is because it's hard to hear those tough responses sometimes, right? And I feel like sometimes... Well, if I could just make the change on my own, then I can avoid that. And then we'll just get to the other side. Mm-hmm. But that's rarely a reality. <laughs> I mean, it's never a reality for me. Well, but Well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I was trying to be nice to myself. But the, re- the reality is, is that you have to walk through all the stuff. And you can't pretend like you're not married while you're walking through the stuff. Mm. That's yes. (laughs) Like you can't just separate. All right. You know what? I have to be better in this area. So let me just, you know, separate this idea that she won't have to experience any of what I'm going through. Right. (laughs) Until I fix it. (laughs) Man, that's that's so true. So that's the one of the biggest missteps or um myths we have about marriage 
It's like we can, what we do does not affect our spouse, even if it's not directly. Because if it's affecting us and our mood, it's now affecting our spouse or our family if we have kids or whatever, or even the dog. Like (laughs) everyone's being affected by your your actions yeah so no matter how much we want to say i can handle this it affects our wife either by us even just our thoughts being away from something else that could be collective um if we don't communicate that that's happening then that affects right Mm -hmm. but if you're if you're walking with her in mind like okay let me let her know like I'm going to take a couple minutes and think about what I need to work on so that she doesn't see me daydreaming or like scrolling or something else and figuring I'm not giving attention to other needs that we have. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you said that like it affects her in from the greatest to the least way, amount of ways. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's tough. Like, I'm glad we got there because I, even though I said it, I needed to hear it, mm-hmm. right? And you, know, you, you brought up a couple of examples, but even if you're thinking about just time, right? It's, it's something that I deal with endlessly, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think that I'm able to do something or I'm able to accomplish something and I'll just dive into it and not realize I've lost all of this time or I've taken away all of this time from my wife and like you said, the kids, right? It's everything that you do affects everyone around you. So I I definitely need to be better at that. And so going back to the title, you know, confronting yourself, that's probably one of the biggest things I need to confront myself about is, you know, I guess what I'm getting at is like, you can't do this alone. Right. And so I kind of want to go back now to identifying whether there's something that you can do alone or if you need help doing it. So what's the answer? Oh, I'm stubborn. So I want to say, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Look at yourself in the mirror. See that toothpaste. <laughs> it's right there. <laughs> no, th- this idea is still bouncing around in my head that there has to be some small issue out there that you know what, this one I can tackle on my own, right? But then we've also just admitted that everything that we're doing is affecting someone else. So I guess what my question is, is if there's a small enough issue that I feel I can tackle on my own, and I know the answer, but should I still be trying to communicate that to my wife? I mean, yeah, I was thinking about as you said that. I mean, I'm sure there are things in the realm of possibilities that we can do that we don't need active help, mm-hmm. right? But there's passive support that would benefit us as husbands, even if it's just the pat on the back that's a good job, I see you working on this, mm. right? Those words, I mean, make me feel like I can run through a wall, right? Yeah. Yeah. So even if she has no like active way to help you improve just communicating and letting her know that hey i'm working on this is takes it from just being a you thing to a we thing 
And I think once we're in marriage, we want to make as many we things as we can. So, yeah, to your point, once you communicate that, then there there are things that you can just get done on your own where she's not actively having to give you feedback or checking in or being accountable because you're at a place where with that situation, you, you know what you can do or what you need to do. Yeah, that's, that's a, a great point because what I started thinking about is, you know, we've talked about wanting to be seen and, you know, wanting to have credit for the things that we've done. But then we also have this idea of, you know, well, for lack of better words, I, I can hide that I'm making this improvement, right? And then once you make the improvement, you're like, ta-da! <laughs> right? She's like, what? <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. I didn't see you do anything. You didn't even yeah. tell me you were doing it. Like, what, what am I looking at? That's it. What am I looking at? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I did, it's so like bizarre on how the human mind works right because we do want credit right and we do want but we also like we don't want you to see us go through the process we just want to show you the finished product right but that doesn't that's that's not how we should operate but it's weird that we do yeah because the fact of the matter is confronting yourself can hurt and it can sometimes make you feel weak and you don't want your wife to view you as weak so as you're going through your process, you're like, ah, I don't want you to see this side of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But inevitably she has to in order for this to work. Right. I mean, in, in the in essence, like think think about it, right? If you're getting ready to go out and you're looking in the mirror, like you want to come out and step out, like step out of the bathroom, like looking good, smelling good, everything in place. And like, Sometimes you could feel a sort of way like if she walks in before you're ready, you're like, wait, what? Like, I know we're both getting ready, but like, I wanted to show you like my full self, right? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, we just do it in all areas. Oh, that's such a great analogy. I find myself doing that or, or even just allowing my wife to get ready, right? Mm-hmm. And we'll sometimes try to do it in separate places, so it's like the the ultimate reveal. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like we don't yeah. we haven't known each other for half our lives. Right. <laughs> that's so crazy. Yeah, but, I, I, but that's such a good feeling, though. Like, right? And so, is that what you're chasing? Just that that moment of. <laughs> right. right but the the tough part is like that moment brings expectations right mm-hmm. so it's kind of like how we've been talking about like us making changes or maybe you know seeing things in like the way we do conflict right and in our mind we've changed but we haven't been able to express the change if an argument hasn't come up so all of a sudden, this one argument, we're like, oh, yeah, we're different. We're taking it. Like, but this is the first time they're seeing it. So yeah. it's like, what am I looking at? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and then we want the credit for our change, but this is the first time we're showing it. But if we all along said, hey, like, I'm, I'm working to be better in this area, when that 
specific moment arises, they'll be looking for that change and know that there is something to see and to cheer you on about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can only imagine a time where we're getting ready in separate areas and then we, d- we go for the reveal. And she's like, that's what you're wearing? <laughs> 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 oh man like, yeah uh, <laughs> I'll go change <laughs> uh, I mean I came out a little early I'm gonna go I was just wait this is what I'm putting on while I'm ironing my shirt <laughs> oh man um, yeah man we're we're coming up on time but have we talked about what accountability looks like or you know, for us, the last step of continued accountability and, you know, letting our wife know this is what we're looking for. Uh, this is our expectation of how we would like the accountability to, to happen. Or is it more or less like let her run with how she feels the accountability should happen? I mean, I think with everything we talk about, communi- communication is... Uh, just a foundation of what we're doing. So you have to see how she feels and what, how she wants to give feedback. And if you're able to take it in that way, Uh, because feedback is not always, it's always wanted, but it's not always well received. Um, So, you know, and sometimes you just have to bite the bullet and know you asked for the feedback. And if it didn't come back in the right timing, that's that's a you issue that you have to suck it up. Because, um, you know, our wives are not trying to hurt us intentionally with giving us the feedback that we asked for. It just not might not be the time that we want to receive it. So um, I think it's just having a conversation to mitigate those heightened air situations or time frames or whatever you can identify beforehand but also when it happens be able to circle back and say hey like i appreciate the feedback but to me it wasn't the best timing because such and such and such that's good i don't know i think we end it right there Thanks for listening. If you got any value out of this episode, we'd like to invite you to rate, follow, and review on your favorite podcast platform. If you would like to be a guest or want to have your questions answered, hit us up on our website, marriageistougher.com, or follow us on Facebook, searching Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lips. Thanks again. This is Paul. And this is Brian. We will talk to you next time.